0: Welcome to Success in Six Minutes, a daily podcast where we talk about what success, leadership, and development means to us as we lead up to our She Leads Success Summit on April 29th. There's more pressure than ever for young women to succeed in their career, but no focus on a holistic approach to balancing everything in their lives, to feeling fulfilled. So by giving you the tools, mentorship, community, and inspiration to succeed, we're taking our lives into our own hands and creating the life we love. This Power Pack Day is for the emerging woman leader intentionally designed for her to explore the top leadership skills she needs now to be an effective leader tomorrow. We're gonna to talk about self accountability and alignment, humility, effective communication, leading with confidence, empowered productivity, authenticity, direction and development, diversity, and inclusion, and of course, the sky's the limit. Success isn't as far away as it feels. By the end of the summit, you'll be able to confidently use your voice to ask for what you need to succeed, learn the skills and framework necessary to be an effective leader inside and outside of the workplace and create powerful habits and skills that will create more ease and productivity in your day to day. Not only is all of this possible, but you will gain a community that will cheer you on as you pursue your goals and dreams and who will climb the ladder right alongside you. So head to theshefactor.com backslash she to grab your ticket. So our very, very first she leads success Summit speaker feature. I'm so excited to have Cheyenne Baker on the podcast today, just to tell you a little bit more about her success and what success means to her in six minutes or maybe a little longer and a little bit more of a sneak peek into her workshop at the summit. So Cheyenne, welcome to the podcast. Hi. So tell everyone just a little bit about you. I mean, you're a perfectionism coach, which is super freaking cool. So much of that is needed in the world. I know the first time we talked, we just talked about how that held us back so much in our initial pursuit and the idea that perfectionism holds so much of us back in our pursuit of leadership and success. So how has perfectionism shaped your own definition of success and what that means for you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So originally Like growing up, I had this picture perfect idea of what I would look like and what I would be doing as an adult. I wanted to be like several different types of doctors, (laughs) surgeons, an attorney, a pastor at some point. All of my aspirations were for leadership because that was the only like vision that I had for success. And when I say leadership, like my definition of leadership back then was just essentially what we call a boss now, like the difference between boss and leadership. And so entering adulthood very quickly, I learned that my ideas of leadership, my ideas of success were very skewed because of outside influences, whether that were, you know, family or society, movies, TV shows, whatever. And I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if there was like one specific moment where something clicked, but slowly this shift started to happen where I embraced the definition of success to just be me being at peace with myself. And so if I can lay my head down and say, I did a damn good job today and I'm proud of myself, then that's what I would consider success.
0: I love that. How has your definition of success manifested in your life currently as a perfectionism Mm -hmm. coach? Like, what does that mean to you? In the sense of your day to day and how you're teaching other women what success means. And I guess, how do you teach success to somebody, especially in the sense of letting go of that perfectionism piece?
1: Well, I love the word that you use, manifest it. Um, essentially, grace that's what I would sum it up to be being very flexible and graceful with myself. And I've learned that the more flexible I can be with myself, the more graceful I can be with myself, the more I can do that for other people. And so if I really want to have the impact that I say I do, which is to help other women and just other people in general, like to feel love in their heart and to embody that, um, to get away from perfectionism and really strive for excellence. I have to give that to myself first.
0: So true. I think that's something I've struggled with a lot as an entrepreneur, especially even in my last job in corporate, that sense of not giving yourself enough grace in your pursuit of whatever you're going after. Like for me in my corporate job, it was going after my next promotion and like the hustle and the grind of making that happen for yourself. You forget to give yourself grace. And then all of a sudden, like your team is the same mentality as you. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm putting that onto more people or even my clients by not giving myself what I need. Like self-care is so much at the core of that. And I think our society is moving to be more accepting of that, but it's still being a, a woman, especially like we have to fall into this grussel, grussel and hind hustle and grind. And sometimes that doesn't fit for us. Like that's not how we were created. Like this mix of masculine and feminine energy. Like sometimes that's not what works best. I love that. That's what you teach because that's i think what changed everything for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. Specifically when you mentioned the the divine masculine and divine feminine energy, um all of my life i have exercised so much in the masculine energies and the last like couple of years have really been a discovery period for me to like figure out and play with those different like feminine qualities of myself so that i can Be more balanced and and be more well-rounded, for sure.
0: What do you think your number one or maybe top three keys to success are?
1: Ooh, I haven't thought about this in quite a while. Number one, naps. (laughs) Naps are (laughs) naps are extremely important for me. Like, if I'm not well rested, it it's just it's a snowball effect. Of disaster
0: and chaos. I'm reading the medical medium right now because I am going through a lot of health problems with this long haul COVID stuff. And have you read the medical medium or heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've not read it. I'm telling everyone, I'm like preaching to the world go read this book. He is incredible. He's the actual medium and he has a spirit. He calls it the spirit of compassion. Basically, has been communicating with him since he was eight years old. How to heal other people, and he like he can look at you and know exactly what's wrong with you through this spirit. Super cool. But so it's this mix of spiritual and like actual physical health changes that you can make in your life to heal different viruses. And and he just wrote an addition to his book, original book, all about COVID too. So very interesting. But he says that from ten p.m. to 2 a.m. and then again from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., your body is in this magical healing state. Like you're supposed to, if you're sleeping, obviously it takes it to a whole nother level. And he, he talks about how you have to take naps or you should take naps from that 10 a.m. to two PM and you should sleep, make sure you're sleeping from 10 PM to 2 AM because that is your like body's magical healing time. Super cool. So naps are good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And here I was just thinking that I was a baby in an adult body.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just I have to have naps and I have to have snacks because if I'm sleepy, like extremely sleepy or extremely hungry, then I'm just not operating at my best. I'm most susceptible to like lash out at other people almost to the brink of tears being frustrated. So I just I know that that's something that I need to do for myself. Practicing gratitude would be number two, I think, because I've been in so many different situations in my life where I'm like, this is less than ideal. Of course, probably had a little bit more colorful language for different situations, but I think maybe four years ago or so, I was reading a book, uh, Slight Edge.
0: And uh, the gratitude di- things about that book.
1: Yes, it is amazing. I keep going back to it, even you know years later, as well as the gratitude diaries because it really helped me to see that shift. And like, okay, yes, this is very shitty, but if you can find the silver lining in something, slowly but surely, like you're reprogramming your brain to see the beauty in whatever situation, and so. Me being a a manifesting goddess, the more I practice looking for the blessings, looking for the rainbows and unicorns, the more I help that to become my actual reality. And the third thing for success, ooh, the third thing I would say is if everyone that is like in my close circle, if they are also elevated... So I, I fully believe in, you know, the saying that we're the average of the five people that we spend the most time around. And so even this year, even though we're like only four months into the year, um, I've recently, uh, kind of severed ties with someone that was super important to me. And (laughs) as a perfectionist, as a people pleasing perfectionist, The more I shower this person with love, the more I shower them with affection and, you know, use their love language, the more I can help them come out of their funk, the more I can help them come out of the problems that they're experiencing. But I wasn't really paying attention to the fact that I was suffering as a direct, as a direct, like, affective. Yeah. Yeah. And so almost immediately, like not, not even a week after the last time I saw this person after you know, we were done just being in each other's presence, like everything shifted. Like I'm dancing around the house again. I'm blaring Isley Brothers again. Like I'm cooking again. I'm I'm eating the foods that I like. I just got back from two trips in two weeks. Like life is amazing. And so if everyone that I am like super close with, if I notice like their mood has improved or they seem to be experiencing life a little bit better after I've made a personal shift to like take better care of myself,
0: then I would say I'm
1: pretty damn successful. Mm.
0: I feel like we're like the same person, girlfriend. Like I (laughs) had this very similar experience in the last even six months, like six months ago when my mom got her brain surgery, I lost or I severed ties with somebody who I was very, very close with for the last probably five years of my life. And that was so freeing to me because I was it was sucking so much energy out of me. And we didn't even live in the same state and it was sucking energy out of my life. You truly are a representation of the five closest people to you. And I think you have to really think about who you wanna be and like if the people in your life really represent that. And sometimes that's a really hard thing to come to come to terms with.
1: It definitely is because as a people pleaser, sometimes a byproduct of that can be control. And so mm-hmm. if you can easily see like, oh, well, if they just did this or if they just did that, but at the end of the day, they have to make their own choices. And so that can also be another tough pill as well. Yes,
0: so true. Okay. So give everyone a little sneak peek into your workshop for the She Lead Success Summit. And what you really want to teach and and want people to walk away from after your workshop.
1: Yeah, so as a perfectionism coach, I teach about uh, what is perfectionism. And I do this through the perfectionism cycle. So there are five stages of the cycle. And at each stage of the cycle, I help you to see different ways that the cycle man- or that phase of the cycle manifests for you because it looks different for everyone. And then I also teach you ways that you can get yourself off of that very toxic merry-go-round of bullshit
0: (laughs) reminds me of the song merry-go-round by casey musgraves have you heard that song i love her she's my favorite that song it's like even that just like cycle of life and like falling into society's standards like i think that can come up a lot in your perfectionism and people pleasing too of like needing to, to do the things that the universe is, or this is that society is telling you you have to do.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the less fun parts of diving into like, what is perfectionism and how does it show up for me is perfectionism never, in my experience, at least it's never just perfectionism that you're dealing with. Like perfectionism is always a symptom of something else. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as you like scratch the surface of like admitting, okay, I am a perfectionist. Well, how did you become that? Well, most of the time it's people pleasing as the like first step.
0: Yes. I feel that so deeply. And I was actually just looking at an old journal of mine last week, which is so bizarre because the last time I wrote in it was 4-9-2020 and I opened it on 4-9 to write in it. So crazy. And wow, all of the stuff that I was working through was that piece of people pleasing, like this self-worth thing that I had over me. I, it's like, I like to call him Bob. He's like this little like thing on my shoulder that tells me I'm not worthy And I had to accept that like he had protected me from a lot of things as a kid. But like now he's holding me back from a lot of my potential. And like that came from a lot of uh, people pleasing and not being worthy, feeling not worthy with a lot of friends and family and professional situations in school. And like it's crazy how that stuff can really I don't want to say ruin your life, but it can like it can change the whole entire way you view your life as an adult.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm also really glad that you mentioned Bob because with my clients, I help them personify their perfectionism. And I think the thing that sets me apart the most from other uh, coaches that talk about similar topics is that instead of trying to get rid of this annoying person that's like sitting on your shoulder, I teach people how to embrace her and give her a job so that you're working with her instead of against her. So she's not throwing temper tantrums and wrecking more (laughs) havoc in your life.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I wish I would have had somebody like you when I started this journey of healing. And like, I'm so glad that I came across you because it's been so helpful for me to even just, I think it just uh, allows it to be okay. It's like, okay. I am a perfectionist, but let's heal that. Let's work through that. And it just shows you that there's other people out there that are dealing with the same thing. So why was it so important for you when I reached out randomly on Instagram? What resonated with you about the summit and why did you want to be a part of it?
1: First of all, I love purple. It's one of my favorite colors. So that was like very eye-catching to me. Love it. Um, and, women's empowerment, women's leadership, uh, women's self-development, personal development has always been paramount to me. And I'm always looking for ways to give back. One of my mom's phrases growing up used to be each one, reach one, each one, teach one. And so I've taken that into my adult life. Like I'm constantly looking for ways, like the more I get blessed, I'm looking for a, a way to bless someone else. So that's why... I said yes. Um, I'm most excited to meet a ton of new women and to connect because I, I've really been looking forward to this year. Just expanding, like expansion, has been a huge, like one of my words of the year. And I'm really looking for expansion in all areas of my life. Of course, everyone wants their bank account to be expanded, but I really find it valuable to connect with like-minded individuals. And so, I'm really excited for that.
0: I love it. If you want to get your ticket to the She Leads Success Summit, you can head to the show notes for the link or just go to theshefactor.com backslash She Leads. And we'd love to see you there. You have access to 10 plus amazing speakers, just like Cheyenne, who are going to talk about success and leadership and professional development. We're going to cover so many different topics. You'll have access to the summit for a month after. So if you can't make it on the 29th, no worries. And you'll also get a full plethora of other goodies, like our digital goodie bag and tons of giveaways. Solid. Um, awesome. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening to She Factor podcast join us every day for the next week for our special mini podcast series, Success in Six Minutes, our daily podcast, where we talk about what success, leadership, and development means to us as we lead up to our She Leads Success Summit on April 29th. Plus, we'll be dropping exclusive hints and sneak peeks that you'll only hear on the She Factor podcast. So head to theshefactor.com backslash she to grab your ticket. And uh, did we mention that we're giving away 18 scholarships? You can find all the info in the show notes. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at the SheFactor for the latest updates and announcements surrounding the shelead Summit. I will see you tomorrow, babe.